We continue now with our uh, six-week message series on what's the difference between just keeping a house, right? Going through all those daily routines, uh, the gripes we had at the beginning of the service, right? The dusting, the cleaning, the chores, the animal care, the child care, the spouse care, <laughs> the yard care. Uh, what's the difference between just going through those routines and building a Christian home, one that will actually last. Six biblical guidelines that we are unpacking. Pastor Micah started two weeks ago with the most important, and that is making sure our house has the right foundation, and that is the Lord Jesus Christ and building the house upon him. Last week, Pastor Micah also talked about how important it is our communication with each other, right? That our tongues are so powerful and we want to use our tongues within the home to build up and encourage and not tear down. That we speak the truth in love. So it's both the matter, truth, but also the manner of how we say it with one another. Today we're going to press into one that we, uh, is so important every single day and it's forgiveness and how the bible directs us to forgive in our homes let's look again at our epistle reading from ephesians 4 paul writes let all bitterness wrath anger shouting blasphemy and all malice be removed from you the image behind paul's words this morning i believe are a familiar one does that look familiar? Yes, exactly. We all know about the garbage. So let's talk about the trash in your home and my home. I have a trash bin with me this morning. And my questions for you are, if we picked through your trash from just this past week, what would we find in your home? Not solid waste, but the kind that's even worse. Sinful trash. Let me take a look here. Someone actually disposed a uh, coffee cup in here, my sermon prop. That's kind of funny. <laughs> Maybe you would find this kind of trash. Maybe there's been some pride in your home, and maybe it's not wanting to be the first to say I was wrong or to apologize, and maybe that's built a little wall between someone in your home. Or maybe... Oh, maybe in your trash we would find some jealousy this week, a little bit of envy. Maybe it's from someone else at your work, someone else on the team, someone else in school. Maybe it's someone else in the family, maybe for a sibling or for an attention that someone seems to get more than someone else in the home. Maybe we would also find some jealousy. Let's take a look at one more here. Ooh, maybe there's even been some hatred. 
some really, really strong feelings against a person or an individual, and there's a narrative that's been running in your mind that is not God-pleasing. Second question. How long has the trash been there? Maybe the trash is as recent as last night. Maybe it's been in your home for a couple days. Maybe the trash even goes back months or even years. And the last question, what's your plan? What do you intend to do with the trash that's piled up in your own home? Maybe your plan is to empty it. Or maybe your plan has even been to let it sit and let it fester and savor that reek. Or maybe the hurt was so strong that maybe your plan is to actually guard that trash and hold on to it. Because you don't want to let it go. One of the dangers with the trash in our homes is what we might call living one down with someone. Whenever we live one down with someone, when we don't want to forgive them, or we even choose not to, that automatically in our home creates an unequal relationship where that person continues, persists in a one-down relationship to us, a situation of indebtedness. And it sounds like the points you see on the screen you owe me, but I'll get even, or you'll pay for what you did, or you'll never live this one down, or I'm going to hold this one against you indefinitely, or payback, it's a toughie, or maybe it's been festering and sitting there so long and burning in your mind that maybe you even have those thoughts, I hope you, and fill in that blank. When we live one down with someone or someones, there can never be closeness and intimacy in our homes or even in our lives or classrooms or schools or offices. Science has also shown, look at the impact that living one down with others has on your health. Science has shown again and again that an unforgiving spirit wreaks havoc on our bodies. It produces excessive adrenaline, as we hang on to it, excessive cortisone, 
that an unforgiving spirit can lead to abdominal pain, ulcers, gastritis, IBS, depression, anxiety, violent behavior, high blood pressure, coronary heart disease, even premature death. See, so when we harbor an unforgiving spirit with someone, who is paying the bigger price? The person or persons that we are holding a one-down relationship with? Or is it mostly really hurting ourselves? And it's not just the physical side effects of an unforgiving spirit that are important. But Jesus says that living one down poses a grave spiritual danger as well. I want to look at some words of Jesus from the Gospel of Matthew, the Sermon on the Mount. Will you read the words in yellow with me? If you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive you. Some pretty strong words of our God. Is there any gray area there? Any wiggle room? Yeah, Lord, but <laughs> the hurt was so strong. It was the upteenth time. Surely you must understand that I have the rights to hold on to this and let this accumulate more. Oh, he understands. <laughs> but he says, unless we forgive others their sins, our Father will not forgive us. It's a grave spiritual danger can you see how this is toxic to our health how it is toxic to our homes and and especially even to our eternity that's why again in our verse the apostle paul says let all bitterness wrath anger shouting blasphemy and all malice be removed from you. Be removed is underlined. The Greek word there in the New Testament Bible is actually artheto. Artheto. And it literally means to haul or take away. Let all of that trash, bitterness, wrath, anger, shouting, blasphemy, and malice... Let it be hauled away, taken away from you. What image comes to mind? Taking out the trash. Even when it hurts and it is raw and it is burning inside. Paul says, let all of it be removed hauled away from you. And then he says in verse 32, instead, be kind to one another and compassionate. And would you read the yellow with me again? Forgiving each other, just as God in Christ 
also forgave you. I read that each day the average American produces about four and a half pounds of solid waste. That can add up, can it? Four and a half pounds of trash per person per day. And so I checked what and where is the largest landfill in the world. What do you think? Where is the largest landfill in the entire world located? India? Wisconsin? Right? <laughs> Green Bay? Someone said the ocean. Would you believe the biggest landfill in the entire world is in the state of Nevada? It's not the Las Vegas Strip, though maybe we could make a spiritual argument. But it's actually not too far outside of the Strip either. It's the apex regional landfill, the largest in the entire world. 2,200 acres, over 30 miles long. And each day, the apex receives 9,000 tons of solid waste. Bet that smells pretty. But you know, I think there's even a bigger landfill than the apex a much bigger dump. Calvary. For it's on the cross that God took all of our bitterness and rage and anger and shouting and blasphemy and all of our malice and so much more and God dumped it all On his son. And God's dump still remains open to this day. No load is ever too big. And God accepts everything at his dump and it's free because it's been paid for by his own son's death so when we feel like we don't want to forgive someone Because we really, in our sinful nature, want them to feel the hurt and pain that we have felt. Where does God again and again and again redirect our focus? To his dump. And he says, forgive each other. As God in Christ has also forgiven you and me. How much has God forgiven you in Jesus? Fully? 
and freely as God in Christ has forgiven you. Forgive each other. In a weird way, one of my favorite days of the week, this is true, one of my favorite days of the week is Wednesday. In our community of Roselle, spelled incorrectly, <laughs> the trash comes Wednesday morning. And I'm telling you with a small dog and children at home and other things, it doesn't take long for the trash to start piling up in our bin. And I'm telling you, by Monday, even Tuesday evening, if you have to go crack the lid to put something in there, man, is it ever ripe. And I can't wait <laughs> to push that thing to the curb every Wednesday morning. Get it out of the house. At God's dump, we don't have to wait till Wednesday morning for a once-a-week pickup. But it is open every single second of every single day, forgiving one another as God in Christ has also forgiven you. That means that we can go home and every single day in marriage and parenting and in-laws and extending and even here we can go to God's dump and leave it there. And that's not just keeping a house. That's building a Christian home. Amen.